Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Is This Thing On? I'm your host, John Fingerbowski. We are still in uh, COVID-19 mode right now, um, but I want to take the opportunity to uh, introduce the world to the newest MCTV board member. So joining me on the call today is Julie Williams. Julie, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Uh, thanks for having me, Jonathan. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, so I thought it'd be fun to bring you on so you know the MC, everyone in the MCTV universe could get to know you and find out a little bit more about you and some of the cool things that you do and how you know I think and I know the board thinks that you know you can be an amazing asset to the organization. So um, first off, just for those that don't know you, tell us about yourself. You know your background, your family, things of that nature. Sure. Um, well, I am you know born and raised and continue to stay here on the South Shore. I actually grew up in Hanover, which I know that you and I have that we do connection. Um, and uh, I've been living here in Marshfield for 17 years now. So when I think of that, it's like, oh my gosh, it's getting to the point of how long, almost how long I lived in my hometown of Hanover. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and um, I actually went to school fairly local too. I went to Stonehill College and um, gradu- you know, upon graduating from Stonehill, I did what a lot of young graduates and young um, professionals do, I had to go do the move to Boston. And I lived in South Boston for about eight years. Um, Spent those years working in the Boston ad agency world. Um, My specialty or my role was media planning and buying for some national brand clients. And um, just really, I, I had an interest in marketing and I kind of fell into the ad agency world and I stayed there for a while. But then it came to a time that it was time to, to move out of the city and settle down after I got married um, and moved to Marshfield and have stayed actually in the same house for the 17 years. Got into publishing. So I have experience doing magazine publishing. And for folks who are listening to this, they, they many probably know about um, Edible South Shore magazine that is something like 12 years publishing. Um, I helped launch that with the the owner of publishers, Lori Michael. So that was was a nice project to work from home when I had two young boys. Um, And speaking of my boys, they are actually now 15 and 13 and they're at high school in Burnsbrook. Um, And from publishing, I actually had an opportunity to go into franchising, which mm-hmm. is kind of unheard of here in the South Shore to get into franchising. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a fitness technology company that was actually, the franchisor was based out of Rockland, Massachusetts, not, not far from where I currently work now. And um, so I, I got to do marketing for them. We had 150 clubs, gyms open across the US. Um, and then, I, from there, moved into my most current role in, in place of work, and um, that's the South Shore Chamber of Commerce. Um, I'm actually celebrating, which I realized looking at the calendar, figure out what day it is, right? Is, <laughs> yeah. This is, um, I'm celebrating my five-year anniversary with the South Shore Chamber. Wow. This, like, tomorrow. So, Congratulations. Thanks. Um I'm pretty excited about that. It, it also, you know, like a lot of people say, like 
it's flown by, but I think that's you know, testament to, I love what I do. So um, I'm the director of membership and programming. So, you know, overseeing the, the we are, the social chambers are not for profit membership organization. And we're here to, we're a business to business chamber here to support members and ultimately like the health, the economic health of the South Shore. So, um, what else can I tell you? Uh, I didn't, I, I didn't know, I actually, I didn't know you, you were a media buyer. You, you know, yeah. early. I, I find that interesting because I know a little, a little bit about that from my previous, you know, job experience. So for those that don't know, what exactly does a media buyer do? So, um, there are media planners and then there are media buyers. Mm -hmm. Um, so you can wear one hat or you can wear both. Um, a media planner planner is essentially works with the client, takes their advertising budget, understands what their target audience, who that is, um, and what kind of, is there seasonality to their business? Is there, you know, what's the, the geography? It takes all these like marketing tactics or not tactics, but parameters into account and develops a plan on where to spend, you know, $10,000 or in, in my case, I was working with millions of dollars, which was pretty exciting. Um, and recommend for a time period, usually it was like, you're always doing it a year in advance, um, where, where to place those dollars. Is it on television? Is it local TV? Is it network TV? Is it, you know, magazines, et cetera. So um, that's a planner. And then a buyer, I was more of a print buyer. Okay. I wasn't a broadcast buyer, but a print buyer where I would negotiate with national magazines on my client's behalf to get like not only the best rate, but the best placement in those magazines and stuff. So, cause it really doesn't matter where you place in that magazine. So, um, so yeah, it, it was actually, it was almost kind of like a game, but not, I don't want to say that like not too lightly. Like it was really interesting and every day was different there. I can imagine. So yes. jumping back to today and what you currently do, I didn't realize it was five years with the South Shore Chamber, which congratulations, that's awesome. So take us kind of through what the normal tasks are, I guess you would say, you know, what's, what's the week look like normally? No, not during this time period, but like a normal right. South Shore Chamber week for you. So um, I guess it really, you know, again, every day can kind of feel different, you know, be different too. And I think that's what works for me in, in my career is that it has to be kind of keep me on my toes and, and make things um, exciting and challenging. But generally speaking, you know, certainly um, a week couldn't be made up of meetings <laughs> with um, di doing different with different missions like, of, um, you know, trying to do a plan a large event around a certain topic and we're bringing in some members to help us with that, um, you know, subject matter experts. Um, also going to out to see members and members coming in to visit us and, and whatever that, you know, reason might be. Um, we do a lot of programming at the chamber. Well, prior to all the COVID-19, yeah. um, on average, we would do about 130 events a year. So that could mean everything from 
you know, like a small group lunch. So it's like six or 10 people um, to like the large banquet hall, like, you know, you have several hundred people. Yeah, you're, um, you're the chamber's known for their large breakfast, their large lunch events that they've had. Yeah, and, and so those are certainly, it's, we're gonna do things differently now. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it was, it's always, it's, so it's like planning programming and then executing the program, mm -hmm. programming would be kind of like how it is every week Mm -hmm. And also making sure we're making those member contacts and staying ahead of what we can be doing better, um, do more interesting, you know, so mm -hmm. always thinking that way too. Yeah. Is there a, a, almost like an even balance be, between, you know, growing membership and keep making sure current members are engaged? Is it like very much like a 50-50 split in those priorities? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's. This, the split can change mm -hmm. given the, the time, but it is definitely um, a formula of, you know, you retaining members is like the best thing you can do because mm -hmm. it's, they already know you, they've already engaged with you. Let's keep them interested and engaged, mm -hmm. right? So much easier to keep that member, but you have to grow. You're always going to have attrition. So you always have to be looking in, to engage prospects and help them see the value of the chamber and how see how they can plug in. So everyone in the chamber has like their own little projects that they work on in addition to their actual titles. So there's two groups that you're involved in um, that, I'm, that I know of, the NPO group and Leadership South Shore. So just kind of talk about like those, some of those small groups that the chamber has and what they do. Sure. Um, we have, whether it's um, it, by industry um, mission or by a professional mission, we have these groups. We have, in addition to the, which I'll talk about, the NPO group in Leadership South Shore, we also have the Human Resource Group, which is 30 plus years now. Um, in, it's like an institution within the chamber supporting HR professionals and actually learning from each other and them putting out education to support our members, anything HR advice. NPO group stands for nonprofit organization. It's a bit of a mouthful to have to say that all the time. So we shortened yeah. it to NPO group. It's, um, it's a group within the chamber, not a separate membership, it's not a separate dues, you know, fees or anything like that. It's that if you're a member of the chamber as a nonprofit, you're automatically part of this group. Um, the chamber has over 80 nonprofit organizations um, as members. So the MPO group is there to support nonprofit professionals. So whatever their role is at their organization, um, they can be part of this group to learn how to maybe best practices and how to learn how to do things better, more efficiently, um, to try new things. So we do educational programming. We just do, you know, get togethers like this evening, we have a little virtual happy hour with the nonprofit group and, um, you know, just supporting that industry is really the, like the mission of that right. group because it is nonprofits are seriously, as you know, and we know with MCTV, it is like the largest employer 
sector mm -hmm. here in the South Shore. So, you know, we want to, we want to do right by them. Um, the other group that you mentioned and that I'm part of is Leadership South Shore. So this came about as a, this is a community leadership program. And it came about um, just about five, five or so years ago from the CEO at South Shore Bank, Jim Dunphy, had um, approached my CEO of the chamber, Peter Foreman, and said, you know, we really need a leadership, kind of like a leadership development group here. I, I don't see, you know, don't see of another group in the, in the South Shore that's doing this. I'd like to start one, but I need to work with the chamber in making this happen. So fast forward, we're in our fourth year um, with the fourth cohort class. And um, it is really an experiential learning program for about two dozen um, participants in each year. And they go out in the community into um, you know the South Shore and learning about things based on that topic day. So we have different topic days. Our Justice Day, where we actually go to the Plymouth, Plymouth House of Corrections, Plymouth yep. County House of Corrections, and we take a tour. We do Arts and Culture Day, Education Day, um, Economic Development Day, and Health and Human, Human Services. Human Services, yeah, that's yeah. I was thinking of that. I, I know because Art, I mean, arts and I, culture I, day. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, so it's, it's literally going on these like field experiences or adult field trips, <laughs> professional field trips um, where we literally get on a nice little motor coach bus and, and, and tour these um, locations, these hosts for that day. Mm -hmm. And it's really engaging to see the different people that are part of each year's class who are coming from different walks of life prior to where they got to, you know, landed here on the South Shore and then different professions. And then, you know, the whole key, as you know, is like learning about what is going on in our own backyard. Absolutely. That, you know, we're both born and raised here on the South Shore. You think you know everything. I was but just going to go ahead. Yeah, you add, you add some of your experience. I, I was just going to say it because like, I, I have always felt that I mean, I'm a member, I'm an alum of class of 2019. I always, and I thought like, oh, I have a good grasp and understanding of the South Shore and organizations and what they do. And then being part of that, it was like, very like, wow, there's a lot more going on and, you know, a lot of is and issues and how can we work together to achieve these goals? It was very eye opening. Yeah. And like, I just remember at the end of the day, just like having tons and tons of information and just having to download it all at the end of the day, talking to people and like, so this is an issue that's happening elsewhere in the South Shore and this is how it impacts them and how it could impact us. And it was just really, really interesting. Like the economic development aspects, the health and human services aspects were just absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just, and then it's like having that knowledge base mm -hmm. to be able to share what you've learned and ultimately try to, find ways to, you know, if something really touched you, like to, to find ways to um, make an impact, right? So um, what's crazy is that, you know, we've had to suspend the current cohort mm -hmm. and, and because we can't go out into these places right, right now. But, you know, if everything was, this, you know, going business as usual, we were looking at graduating 
this, this cohort and, and being about 100 people in the alumni network that you're part of by this fall, which is pretty cool. It so. is. And what's great about it is that there is this alumni, you know, almost family of people where what I really loved about Leadership Social was the amount of connections I made. And it wasn't like making an effort to be like almost at a networking event, passing business cards. It was like you developed relationships with these people throughout the process. You know, you came in as strangers and you came out of it as friends sharing these really, you know, unique experiences. And from the MCTV standpoint, it was so beneficial in regards to a lot of things that we do. We met so many new partners and people that we work with through leadership over the past That's year, wonderful. which which I loved. I mean, we have now great relationships with Friendship Home, Father Bills, uh, a few production services clients that we've developed have come from leadership. And it was just very organic, natural things. Yeah, that's true. And that's how it is. It's like, yeah, there is always like we all, all are doing business. But at the same time, when you when you join this group and this mm-hmm. cohort, it's like that's in the background. It's like you you learn about each other through being right. people. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. So what's the secret sauce to the social chamber? It's something I've always thought is that it's such, from a staffing perspective, it's, it's, it's a rather small organization from a staffing perspective. Um, and you guys do such a tremendous job serving the South Shore. And what's I always find interesting is that you're all very unique personalities with different skill sets and you all complement one another. You know? So what, what is it? What's the secret sauce to what makes that organization successful? Um, I, I love this question because isn't it with the secret sauce you're not supposed to reveal the formula? Um, True. True. But no, it, it actually makes me take pause because, you know, we've, we've gone through some changes over the years since I, you know, have been there. And I think that as a team, we are a team. Um, we, you know, support each other. We have our own definitely our own specialties and our own talents and skills, but yet we can kind of cross over into a couple of the roles. So like if someone's feeling, you know, overwhelmed because their plate's particularly way stacked, it's like we can jump in and, and, and work through that. Um, it's, we're a creative group too. So we're always coming up with some, and which is ex- actually kind of exciting going virtual. We can show more of our creativity side of it. Um, creative side of it, but um, you know, yeah, different. We're coming from different backgrounds, and um, we just seem to kind of enjoy each other, get some laughs. Mm-hmm. We feel like a family in that regard, where it's not heard of, unheard of to start off a staff meeting, you know, giving jabs at one another <laughs> or whatever. It's yeah. So um, and it's crazy because when I look at the longevity, I mean, we are a small staff, like you said, we're, we're eight, eight people. Um, and they're like, my colleague Heather has been there for 20 years. She's really been there 20 years? 20 years was like, oh she celebrated that back in April. And then, a co- you know, our CEO, Peter Foreman, and my other colleague, Eric, have been there for 15. So it's, it's, wow. like, it's pretty impressive. And, and, for me, who's had definitely some career changes and place, I, I'm pretty proud of doing that five years, but it's also be a test, like I said, a testament because I enjoy what I'm doing and right. who I'm working with. Right. Yeah. So what made you want to join the MCTV board? 
Well, I was really thrilled and um, honored to be considered. And to when I sat down with, with President Bob Marzelli to, to say, you know, let's talk about this. Like, what is it like? Let's learn more. We're learning about each other. And um, I just felt like it was kind of a natural fit for me to move into um, being a Marshfield resident. I, you know, for as long as I have, I really do, do feel like I'm a born and raised Marshfield person, <laughs> yeah. but you also be able, you know, and I think it, it also speaks to, because I've known you for these years through the chamber that mm-hmm. I knew this organization's run with a great team behind you as well. Um, that I thought like, okay, I think we're on an upswing here. This, this MCTV is on an upswing. Like let's, wherever I can help contribute to that um, would be, would be great. Like a, just a, a, um, a nice opportunity and challenge for myself, which I like to do. Excellent. So you've only been on the board for a short period of time. You had your first board meeting earlier this month. Uh, what's your initial thoughts about being on the board and maybe the organization as a whole? Yeah, I mean, you know, meeting everyone by Zoom uh, is always interesting for the yeah. first time. Uh, but um, they were all, the board members couldn't be more welcoming, though. Even in that nature, I felt like kind of felt like when I was speaking about the chamber, and I've only it was it's just initial. Um, it's a feeling like there's such a closeness in that family feel, um, and um, so I'm I'm excited to work with this group too because to be honest, I. Besides Teresa, who is the librarian at my my children's school, I really didn't know any. I don't know anyone else, so I'm kind of excited to learn a, about and get to know each one individually and see um, how this all works. Yeah, it's and it's, um, oh, sorry, you had. I think you had a part. It's an inter- that. no. It's no. It's just an interest. It's an interesting group of people. I've had the pleasure of working with them now. Some of them for almost twelve years. And some for a little shorter period of time than that. So, but you know, what's your thoughts on the organization as a whole? So, I mean, I think as I shared with the with the board, um, was that I didn't know, I didn't know a lot about MCTV initially and in public television and understanding until I really got to know you because you are truly not only are you the you leading this organization as the executive director, but you you truly are the ambassador. Um, so through learning through you and what it is you do, and I could just see the passion for what you, you know, from you on what you do, it opened my eyes to want to learn more. And then, you know, just being someone who follows you on social media and seeing all the great programming and the neat, unique ideas that you're implementing um, for programming, that's been for me a game i've seen that be a game changer over the past few years um so it's uh and it's just like the breadth and depth that you that you guys do it's pretty impressive like you know you're impressed by us at the chamber i am impressed by you and your team yeah. so kudos yeah it's it's kind of the same situation where we're, where we're a small organization but we try to do a lot of things right. you know we're we're a full-time staff of five and we're trying to mm-hmm. do as much as we can. Everybody has their own unique roles and skill sets that they bring to the table, and it all magically comes together. Right. So, right. So, what's something that 
you you think you can bring to the board or organization as a whole? I know we talked about this at the board meeting a little bit, and I got really excited afterwards as well. But is what's something that you feel that you can bring to the table? Yeah. So I mean, MC MCTV being a membership organization um, and being a nonprofit and very similar to it's essentially the same platform, if you will, of, of being a nonprofit and um, membership organization and programming and all that. It's very similar to what I do, you know, full time for work. Mm -hmm. And um, so I really just, it just clicked for me that I think I can, I look to be able to contribute to what you and your team are doing um, for membership growth and help with, um, you know, offering, creating some offers that help introduce people into um, MCTV and kind of looking behind the curtain to learn more, like my, like I was there at one time. And, um, but also develop some programming that just continues to engage your current membership. And, um, you know, so, and, and from a marketing perspective, since that is like my, I guess my wheelhouse, they say, it's, I just want to be able to help out in, in whatever I can offer with, mm -hmm. with you and your crew. Well, that's awesome. We're, we're looking forward to it for sure. I had a, it was funny because after the day afterwards I had a, I, you know, by, we were always in touch with the staff are always in touch, even during this whole pandemic, we're all working from home, but we're consistent in constant communication. And I had a conversation with Kayla literally the next morning, be like, this is great. We're ha we have this amazing resource now on the board that we can just pick the brain of and get ideas from. So we were pretty pumped. And I know we talked about, we're going to meet to discuss, you know, membership structure and all that just to kind of, so you can get a full insight into everything and right. how we've gone to this place so far. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to, you know, sit down and introduce yourself to the MCTV world. Yeah. Well, again, this was, this was fun. I actually would love to do more of these, All right. um, but thank you. Thank you for, for this time. And also I'm looking forward to working with you and all in the next few years. I know. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Thanks a lot, Jonathan. Great.